Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. Within your will, O Lord, all things are established, and there is none that can resist your will. For you have made all things, the heaven and the earth, and all that is held within the circle of heaven, you are the Lord of all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Good evening, everyone. The quietness of Sacred Heart Church on Franklin Street contrasts well with the festival down the road, let's call it. Living here on this street at this time of year is always a blessing and a curse. And the blessing is that I'm close to a lot of people I want to see and a lot of tasty food. You know the curses, all right? Tonight we gather for our Legatus meeting this month, uh, the first time, I think, since we found out that we now have a full entourage that makes us a full chapter, which we'll ch- soon uh, charter and celebrate that too. With many uh, thanks to God for the blessings he's given us throughout the whole year in this harvest season, but also in our chapter community, let us now take a moment to call to mind our sins, to remove those things that stop us from receiving the rest of his grace. As a millennial, you would think that I'd be really good with technology, and you would be mostly wrong, actually. Living in a house with 19-year-olds teaches me every day how little I, in fact, know. Today, the guy who runs my homily podcast came over to help me figure out how to start a new podcast, reading the life of St. Dominic Savio for our teenage guys and their faith formation. Anyways, as he was going through this new podcast platform with me, he's roughly 45, I'm 33, he was clicking on buttons and moving things so quickly that I finally felt like my mother when I'm with her on the computer. And I literally stopped him at one point and said, write everything that you just did down on this piece of paper. And then I felt very old. The rest of the day, besides a few phone calls, a school mass, and a couple of things, I spent on my laptop trying to figure out how to do what he had done in two seconds. And by the end of today, uh, before I came over for Mass, I was, uh, I was up, finally able to upload a seven-minute recording <laughs> to the SoundCloud website, and I felt very accomplished. That lesson um, in education reminded me of the importance of continuing to learn. Uh, in the Gospel tonight from Luke, we hear what Jesus tells his disciples as they come and say, how do we pray? Interestingly, they ask the question of Jesus while he himself is doing what? Praying. They see him in action and say, we want to do, we want to have what you have. And so they ask him for it. Jesus then withdraws from his own prayer, his moment of connection with the Father, and teaches them um, three or four sentences, basically. Now, this is the Lucan version, which is different than the Our Father that most of us know and that we say at Mass. We say the longer one, but it's still not as long as the Protestant one, which we, anyways, I'm not going to get into that. But in this this version, Jesus says uh, four or five simple tropes. Do these things when you pray. Now, at the school Mass today at Corpus Christi, I said, does this mean that Jesus only wants us to pray with these 37 words? Or do other prayers count. 
And the little kids said, well, I like the angel of God, my guardian dear prayer, and I like the glory be. And one kid bragged and said, I like the rosary. And I was like, brownie points, but shut up. (laughs) We know that God wants all prayers, especially prayers from the heart. And yet he teaches us, Jesus does, a way of praying. Uh, Why? I think it's because Jesus knows that we need a lesson. We need to be educated. Uh, In the first reading tonight, we hear about Jonah, who is complaining about the people of Nineveh uh, and how they are not turning the way that he wants them to turn on his time frame. And so God comes along and says, I'll teach you a lesson, right? He lets a tree grow up to shade Jonah during the day. And in the middle of the night, he sends a worm to come and eat that tree gourd plant. So the next day, Jonah gets mad and stomps his feet and throws a temper, temper tantrum with God, saying, what happened to that plant? And God said, as much as you loved that plant, think how much I love those people. Now you learn from me. I think we need to be educated when it comes to prayer. So when I was in seminary, my teacher, one of the monks at St. Mindred, taught us a method that pulls from the Our Father. He said there are five pieces that we need to do whenever we pray any kind of prayer. Five pieces. And they're all to be remembered with two words. Oh God, you are, help us so that through Christ. Oh God, you are, help us so that through Christ. That almost sounds like a sentence right there, right? But you basically, if you learn that style, that method, you can plug in any prayer for any occasion. One of the most helpful classes I ever learned, I ever had in seminary. And also, if you know Father Harry Hagen, anybody ever had Father Harry for anything? Father Harry Hagen is from a small town in Kentucky, and he sounds like he's from a small town in Kentucky. And when he gets up to speak, like, for example, one day in class, one of our Colombian brothers in the class uh, said, uh, Father Harry, may I write my paper in Spanish? And Father Harry says, uh, you can write your paper in any language that I can read. <laughs> 17 languages. All right. So like he's not a dummy, right? Anyways. So one day in class, he said, these are the five parts of the prayer. And if you learn these, you're good anytime you want to pray, both on your own before you go to bed at night or in a formal occasion and in front of an audience at a wedding rehearsal or something like that. So, oh God, help us. Oh God, you are help us so that through Christ. Let's do an example. Let's say you're at a wedding reception, right? We've got one coming up for some of our people here this coming weekend. Uh, Oh, good and gracious Father, you have provided for this couple to be found together on this day. Help us tonight to celebrate their union of love so that we can likewise celebrate our union with you eternally in heaven through Christ our Lord. Amen. Right? Oh God, you are. Thank you. <laughs> I've had a little practice. <laughs> oh God, you are. Help us so that through Christ. Now, if you don't have paper and penny, don't remember this. That's fine. It'll be on the podcast later. Or you can ask me at the dinner and I will write it down for you. Uh, tonight, I usually end up at a homily trying to give some inspirational story to motivate you to change your life. Tonight, after I had a good lesson in just learning something new today, I thought perhaps that's what we all could use. Um, A lesson much more valuable than a podcast or a recording. A lesson that if we get it right, um, changes everything for us on earth and hopefully forever in heaven.